there is life after infidelity. Sin deceives its victim into believing they can get away with the crime. I quoted this one, the prostitute reduces you to a loaf of bread and the adulteress preys on your very life. That's the truth. That's the reality, okay? I know that it may look uh, nice at the time, but that's the reality. Can you build a fire in your lap and not burn your pants? Can you walk barefoot on hot coals and not get blisters? In the same way you have sex with your neighbor's wife, touch her and you'll pay for it. No excuses. Hunger is no excuse for a thief to steal. When he's caught, he has to pay it back, even if he has to put his whole house in hot. Adultery is a brainless act soul-destroying, self-destructive, expect a bloody nose, a black eye, a reputation ruined for good, for jealousy detonates rage in a cheated husband, wild for revenge, he won't make allowances, nothing you say or pay will make it right, neither bribes nor reason will satisfy him. And why are you putting that up there? I'm putting that up there to warn you. I'm warning you from the scripture, leave your neighbor's wife alone. Leave your neighbor's husband alone. You have no idea what you bring down on your head when you cross that line. Now, let me, while I'm right here, give a stern warning in love and compassion about flirting. Okay? Guys, gals, you better set you some perimeters. You better set you some boundaries that you won't cross. My wife asked me one time, Jim, has any woman ever come on to you in all these years of ministry? I said, you know, I can't say that they have, but I'm so ignorant they may have and I didn't even know it because <laughs> I don't go looking for it there you go. the wondering eye will catch somebody's attention I pastored a church there was this lady come to church married woman had two or three kids attractive husband but she wore clothes to church do I dare go here Folks, I almost want to say what you wear out there in the world is one thing. What you wear to church is another thing. But what you wear to work is important too, isn't it? What you wear in the grocery store is important too, isn't it? You're sending a message. Guys, when your eyes are following that person around, you think she's not noticing? She notices had a lady tell me one time, said I was talking to this guy, and said the whole time I was talking to him, his eyes were not on my face. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to, in love, and, and we'll get to this in a minute, I, I'm way ahead of myself, but set you some perimeters, set you some boundaries. Married couples, I'm talking to you, set you some boundaries. There are places you won't go, there's limits, and Renee and I, we had a, <laughs> we had a neighbor one time, remember on Capitola Avenue? That couple, well, first of all, they weren't attractive enough to interest us to start with, but anyway. I mean, there was really, really no problem, but they thought they were. And they were making passes at us. I told Renee, I said, we need to stay away from them folks. Hmm? Guys, gals, you need to set some perimeters. I can handle it. Not a problem. I can handle it. It's not a problem whether or not you can handle it. It's the very appearance of the dumb thing. Just get away from it. Shut it down. Let the person know you're not interested and back out. Back out of it. This is good stuff whether we like it or not. It's necessary. 
understanding the nature of sin, it is, it is not in man to face his sin and deal with it. Now, this backdrop, the scripture that I read, and I'm sorry I forgot to tell you, comes from 2 Samuel, where David was confronted by the prophet Nathan for his sin of infidelity. That's the backdrop, and we read it last week, and if you want to refer to it to refresh your memory, it's 2 Samuel chapter 12 and 13. David as you recall, had committed not only adultery, but he had, had taken another man's wife and had the man killed. So he was guilty of several things. He involved his military leaders in it, so he was guilty of conspiracy to commit murder, to commit murder and adultery and all that. And David was going to gloss it over and not deal with it. Nathan came and said, you are the man. I fear the day when a real prophet walks into a church in this area and starts naming names. And let me tell you something about a real prophet. They can name names because God reveals it to them by the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom. They can name names. They can even tell you who you've done it with. Nathan, Nathan didn't go by rumors. Nathan went by what God had showed him. Folks, I'm telling you, there is coming a day to the house of God when real prophets will once again visit the house of God. Can you say praise God? Because how many houses of God need a prophet to visit once in a while and clean that place up, huh? Amen. He prefers to hide or disguise his sin. Now, before we lay this on somebody else, we might want to look in our own backyard. Before we say that's got to apply to somebody else, we might want to look in our own backyard. 